Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys. Hello and welcome to City Update. Lee Humphreys is here to tell us what's been happening in the world's stock markets, both good and bad. Which is it, Lee? Well, I mean, actually, um, we've had an incredibly interesting week, Ian. Um, Monday was the 31st of August, and uh, I sort of reflected and um, wondered how the month of August actually performed. Well, actually, um, for markets internationally, globally, they performed very, very well. In the US in particular, they were strong. The Nasdaq was up 9.6%. That takes its uh, gains for the year to over 31%. 31%. The S&P 500 um, saw an all-time close on Wednesday uh, at, a, at a record, another record level. Um, it's now up 11% on the year. And of course, all these were pushed ever higher by our favourite stocky in Tesla. Right. Um, do I sense a negative? Is something gone wrong as the week's gone on? Well, the week has gone on in a very sort of mysterious way, but I'd like to sort of maybe sort of um, uh, dwell a little longer, if I may, on uh, on the month of August. Tesla was up 74% uh, on the month. That took its uh, yearly gain uh, by the close of business to nearly 500%. On Monday alone, it uh, rallied uh, 12.5% on uh, virtually no news whatsoever, making Musk a very wealthy man. Yeah, he's uh, a master of, um, he's obviously very clever, very wealthy, and a bit of a master of publicity. I see he's off to, uh, well, he's actually in Germany now, I think, uh, speaking to um, Peter Altmeiner, the German economy minister, thinking of how his uh, car factory over there is doing. Perhaps he wants to know how to make reliable cars because he hasn't got too much reliability with tesla well i i wonder whether he's trying to change in uh, i don't know what you saw on the weekend he they've uh, successfully uh, put a uh, chip inside a pig's head uh, with a view of uh, of um, uh, curing dementia yeah he's quite a boy isn't he he's got his finger in lots of pies uh, not the least is um biotech he's been um singing the praises of a german biotech company uh curavac i think it's called or curavac well, we shouldn't we shouldn't uh, maybe be too uh, critical of someone who now stands or sorry, uh, on Monday evening stood as the third wealthiest uh, person on the planet worth one hundred and three billion dollars that uh, temporarily uh, eclipsed Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook fame, um, uh, who had his uh, nose pushed out. He's uh, he's uh, wallowing in his own misery down worth just one hundred and two billion um, but uh, you, you mentioned uh, the vaccine there's been some also some as and I've also said last week and um, the market loves a bit of vaccine news there's been some more vaccine news I'm not sure whether you've been picking up on that yes I have it's uh, Donald Trump trying to get it out before the election is that the one uh, that is indeed uh, uh, the, uh, the, um, uh, the the one he basically is um, well I say he that's uh, it's incorrect uh, the CDC what does that stand for the Center for D- uh, Disease Control and Prevention um, has told states to prepare for a COVID-19 vaccine to be ready by November the 1st a very specific date can you guess why that date Ian? Just remind me, that's the first. When is the actual Trump election? That will be the uh, 3rd of November, uh, Ian. Let me just uh, underline uh, to our uh, listeners uh, that any uh, conclusions they are drawing right now are completely their own. And coincidental, no Uh, doubt. Total, yeah. I saw in the paper, he was yesterday at a speech, he was saying that... uh, just to be sure, voters should perhaps vote twice, uh, once by post and, and once directly. But, and I'm sure that was a, a slip of the tongue. 
Yeah, I, uh, I know there's been some controversy regarding uh, uh, voting uh, arrangements. Um, uh, but anyway, that, uh, I wanted to go back to the, to the market in particular and look at sort of some of these sort of lofty um, uh, valuations. As I mentioned, the S&P hit a, a brand new high on, uh, on Wednesday evening. And it's led to a lot of people basically saying, you know, this is just not sustainable. The August rally was the fifth month in succession uh, that the market closed higher. And now we sort of find some sort of incredible statistics. I was reading that the S&P 500 for uh, the average worker to buy a share a single share in the S&P 500, it now takes 128 hours for that average worker to buy. Back in the 1980s, Ian, it just took 20 hours. So there's been this rapid inflation. Um, now, on the other side, there's people that, uh, that are saying, no, 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 the equity market isn't. This is a new paradigm. Uh, the equity market is not overvalued. And, and, and by comparison to bonds, for example, actually equities look cheap. Um, uh, if you compare the dividend yield, if you don't know what the dividend yield is, well, then Google it. Uh, on, but the dividend yield on the S&P 500 is twice that of a 10-year treasury in the United States. So there is this real dichotomy. Well, obviously you can't and we can't offer financial advice, but is it time to sell if you're in America? Look, look as, uh, as, the, uh, as the classic cult film uh, Spinal Tap uh, once uh, sagely put it, there's such a fine line between stupid and clever. And there are people out there that are claiming to be wise that have basically been sitting on the sidelines in and missed this whole rally. Um, and this rally has led us to um, our favourite index, the Fang Man, if you remember that, that's uh, Facebook, uh, Apple, uh, Netflix, Google, Microsoft, Amazon and, and Nvidia, there we go, I just about managed that, is now worth $8.4 trillion. That is equal to the combined GDPs of Japan and Germany, the third and fourth biggest economies respectively so yeah there's there's a there's a big question mark whether this will continue and is this sustainable and thursday we got a, we got ourselves a uh, an answer to that question uh, what was the answer to that uh, well, question well we saw we saw uh, the markets um uh, pull back considerably so um we had the nasdaq uh, off five percent our fang man index that we were just talking about that was off six and a half percent um because people as we basically are just sick and tired of scratching their heads those that have ridden this um wave have basically said to themselves they've got to take some risk off the table it was a sea of red um on our on our bloomberg screens and uh, i don't suppose we can make any predictions about whether this is going to continue well, we can't. I mean, my 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 view is uh, simply this: in is that uh, valuations are stretched, but there is absolutely nowhere else, or relatively speaking, there is nowhere else to put um, our money. And it's now inflating other assets at all. Um, there was uh, on uh, Tuesday of this week there was some uh, data from the nation in the UK, uh, some data out of the Nationwide Building Society, which said that house prices were now. Uh, an all-time high and the average house price in the UK now stands at £224,000. Um, they were up just 2% on the month of August which actually for house prices is a, uh, is, is a, is a very very big move, move and actually is in um, a massive contradiction to what the, uh, the Bank of England were predicting post the lockdown um, when they forecast a 16% fall. So my point here is that, um, that 
any asset, whether it be uh, bricks and mortar um, or Microsoft or classic cars uh, or wine, for example, is being invested into because opportunities elsewhere are few and far between. Yeah, and the house price uh, rise, presumably there's a pent-up demand when people couldn't, couldn't deal, uh, couldn't go and see houses. And also the stamp duty thing on houses less than 500 grand. Yeah, that's look, that's all helping as well. And that's, uh, you know, uh, Rishi Sunak has been, uh, um, you know, instrumental in making these structural changes to the UK housing market, which is helping this demand. Uh, but Rishi's also been in the news this week, I'm sure, as a sort of political junkie in. Yeah, you've been uh, you read the newspapers over the weekend and saw what he's been up to. Yeah, well, what he's been up to is um saying he's not going to be putting up taxes, but everybody thinks he is. Well, I mean, I think what happened, I think, in, 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 in as my interpretation over the weekend was that um, he was sort of running up the flagpole, a whole list of proposals um, that by Wednesday, when he was uh, uh, forced to meet with MPs along with uh, Boris Johnson, he sort of climbed down on these uh, on these tax proposals. There was obviously concern um, that these tax rises will be stifling uh, the economy just at the point that uh, we need it. Uh, uh, they, we need them least when we're sort of coming out of this horrible, horrible recession. So um, he's in. It was he was incredibly popular just a few months ago when he was um, giving out um, uh, money to people. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how his uh, popularity maintains now that he's basically got to claw some of this money back. Well, he's going to have to do it at some point, isn't he? Anyway, tell, uh, trade talks. Apparently, we're in trade talks with Japan. A deal is imminent, apparently. Yeah, I, I read that. I also read something about um, uh, how uh, they're stalling uh, the, the final hurdle, potentially, over blue cheese did you read about that i did yeah apparently um at the moment of course uh well, well we've left europe but we're in transition so we've still got a deal with japan and so the idea was that we'd have exactly the same deal after we left but uh, i think liz trust our um, secretary of state for international trade uh, wants to make our deal a bit more unique so uh, she's standing firm on blue cheese she doesn't and want it tariffs and Ice cream vans. And ice cream vans. Well, these are two things that are very, very close to my heart, at least. So I'm backing Liz Trust uh, all the way in. Um, I, do note, I, I do note, however, um, that Liz uh, is a little bit concerned that she herself may be sort of pushed aside by the ex-Australian Prime Minister, Tony Abbott. Yeah, uh, there's all sorts of negative and positive things about him. Uh, mainly negative, I've heard, but uh, pray, you know, who knows? Perhaps he'll do the deals. Uh, perhaps he will do the deals. So, look, it's, it's, it, look, that that will be an important fillet for the for the UK uh, stock market. And my word, does it re uh, need it now? Um, uh, it was long before the sell-off uh, in the United States occurred on Thursday of this week. In the UK, has really, really been suffering. Um, it's actually, you know, there's been s several things that we mentioned uh, here. Tax rises, that's never going to uh, uh, impress uh, the stock market. Uh, particularly, we've had some, uh, again, some sad news uh, from the likes of Costa Co Coffee, who said uh, on Thursday they're cutting 1,650 workers. Um, and as we've known, that the uh, the employers now are having to pay more and more themselves to maintaining their furloughed workers. So, you know, we there is a uh, whilst whilst there are uh, grounds for optimism, there is also a, a, a sort of a groundswell of um, negative news still out there.
Okay, well, let's finish off with a positive. Amazon, they've got more jobs going. Amazon have got more jobs going. Um, uh, 7,000 uh, more permanent, uh, they're adding 7,000 uh, permanent jobs uh, to the uh, to the UK. I mean, there is, um, they have actually withdrawn one of those 7,000 jobs. That was a, 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 a post that was advertised earlier this week uh, for an analyst to research into labour organising threats against our company, which sounds a little bit um, Orwellian. <laughs> yes, certainly does. Now, Amazon have 40,000 people working for them in the UK, and a lot of them work in what they call fulfilment centres. Used to be called warehouses in my day. Anyway, let's uh, wait until next week, see what happens, Lee. Cheers, Ian. Thank you. In Pritchard and Lee Humphreys brought you City Update on Brooklyn's Radio. Brooklyn's Radio.